0: Now it's a, a, a great honor for me to introduce to you the, tonight's keynote speaker, Dr. Da Tong Jacob Zhang, a distinguished diplomat with long record of uh, representing interests of the Republic of China in the United States. Dr. Zhang began his uh, foreign service career in our representative uh, office in Washington D.C. as a counselor from 1988 to 94 and returned to Taipei to do his home service in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs as Section Chief and then Deputy Director in the North American Affairs Department from 94 to 97. Dr. Zhang returned to the United States as Deputy Director of the Public Affairs Division from 97 to 99 which is now known as the Congressional Liaison Division. He subsequently served as director of the Secretariat Division, that is the Political Affairs Division, from 1999 to 2003. Later served director of the Congressional Liaison Division from 2003 to 2004. And Dr. Zhang also had as deputy representative of Kuomintang and the People's First Party in the United States from 2004 to 2008. After the election of President Ma, Dr. Zhang and Ambassador Jason Yuan were appointed as our new envoys to the United States with Ambassador Yuan serving as the representative and Dr. Zhang serving as the deputy representative Deputy Representative Zhang earned his bachelor's degree from National Taiwan University, his master's degree from Indiana University School of Law, and his doctorate from the George Washington University Law School. It is my great honor to present Dr. Zhang uh, to you. Please join me to welcome Deputy Representative Zhang.
1: Please uh, believe me. My voice was uh, has has been very very loud, but I suffered some cold before I before I came here. Uh, as a matter of fact, I I am a avid uh, love of uh, Chinese opera. I, as Professor Wang Wang Weizheng. Uh, knows before I used to perform. I spend more time in my college days on the stage than in the library. (laughs) I had asked my staff in Washington to prepare a very uh, good text of a lecture to be delivered. However, I learned so much during the day, I totally have torn up the uh, prepared test. I want this evening uh, to be an opportunity to exchange views. I don't want to give you another lecture which we have learned enough. Also, I'm trained as a lawyer, uh, not a political scientist, so I cannot use very good terms to analyze. I'm only a practitioner, not in law, but in diplomacy and uh, kind of a foreign policy. As uh, Director Zheng pointed out, I served as a KMT and the PFP's deputy representative from 2004 to 2008. The reason why I quit in January 2004 from Techro, I was the director of a congressional Liaison at that time was, at, was that I didn't feel very comfortable implementing some of the policies which are not in Taiwan's best interest. For the first four years of a Chen, Pre, President Chen Shui-bin's presidency, there was no problem. I served him very well. As uh, I told Professor Hickey, the two photos, one President Chen with uh, Tom DeLay, the then majority leader of the House. That was in uh, year 2001, I guess, when President Chen transit. It's hard to imagine people go to Latin American transit, Houston. Anyway, President Chen did. And I was the one, one of them who helped that happen. Another picture Professor Hickey showed us is he, President Chen, delivered a speech at the uh, New York City, that was two oh three. That was also a so-called transit, but a transit with an audience of over 2,000 people. Those are the high times, I would say, of uh, relations between Taiwan and the U.S. But I really don't want to say the relationship has uh, deteriorated because I left, no. that's not the case. I learned so much during today's lectures. I I just want to do something. There's certain myths of US-Taiwan relations. I know my topic is US and ROC a fresh start. So why don't I begin by saying this. One myth is US-Taiwan relations was at the bottom when Chen shui bian left office. Is it true or not? Unfortunately, I have to say it is true. I returned to work at Tecrow July 31st this year. Ever since that day, we had to wait at Tecrow you already work about 12 hours a day just to catch up. As my said, his first priority is to establish mutual trust between US and Taiwan. The mutual trust was totally destroyed in the last part of President Tsing administration, which is very, very sad. Another question is, Is the U.S. uh, fearful of uh, Taiwan's closer relations with the PRC? Again, the answer is no. As you all remember, you scholars study U.S.-Taiwan relations or the trilateral relations. Remember, Condoleezza Rice always said, the U.S. does does not want to see a unilateral change of status quo. So we ask US, how about a bilateral change of status <laughs> quo? They have, they have nothing to say. They only say, well, if it's done by peaceful means and we, and the decision, the resolution has to be acceptable to people on Taiwan. So they do not object to any warming up of the relations between Taiwan and the PRC. Another myth is, is McCain better than Obama, or is Obama better than McCain, in terms of uh, US-Taiwan relations? I'm happy to report both are the same. They will be equally beneficial to Taiwan relations. I can give you two reasons. First, in August this year, there were two conventions, DNC and RNC, the Republican National Convention and the Democratic National Convention. Each passed the party platform for the next four years. Each of the party platforms contains the words that the U.S. will fulfill its obligations under the Taiwan Relations Act. And that the U.S. would like to see a lesson of a tension between the two sides of the Taiwan Street and the solution of a Taiwan issue should be acceptable to the people of, on Taiwan and of China. Then earlier this month, actually October the third, when President Bush announced or notified Congress of the arms sales package to Congress, to I mean to Taiwan Senator Obama did release a statement praising President Bush's decision on October the 8th. A day earlier, Senator McCain also praised his decision to continue sell arms to Taiwan. Since there are several items that were not included, so the next question is, are those items not under consideration? Why the U.S. refused to sell submarines or other items to Taiwan. Again I can refer you to statements by a spokesman of a state department. They were saying these decisions are made in accordance with the consideration of Taiwan's defense needs. This is not the end, this is the beginning of the arms sales process which has been stalled over Past seven years. Another question is: How do we define the U.S.-Taiwan relations now? Is it beneficial or is harmful? I would say, as I. Topic indicates this is a fresh start. After eight years, the U.S. and Taiwan are embarking on a new era of U.S.-Taiwan relations. You, you have asked why President Ma Ying-jeou's prov- uh, approval rate has been declining to very, very low if you look at the poll more carefully, a lot of this uh, declining is due to the people's impatience of Ma ying uh, policies, some towards the corruption cases, some towards his uh, economic policies. As Professor Wang Weizhe knew, I used to, there's a, there's a song in, in Chinese called uh, this song used to be sung by the brother of Jiang Jingguo, Jiang Wei Guo, because Jiang Wei Guo's Jiang Jingguo was the president. Jiang Wei Guo, the father, was Jiang Gai Sheikh. So he always sang My brother and my uh, father are so great. I also can sing one Chinese, the same thing is the Xue Zhang, Xue Di, Zheng Wei Da. A schoolmate, one year senior to you. Shui Di means one junior to you. I happen to be called in between because my angel was one year senior to me in Tai Tai Da Law School. Chen shui Bian was one year junior to me in uh, Tai Da Law School. So we all knew each other. I knew my angel for many, many years, over 40 years is I remember the last time I was in this town was back about 25, 26 years ago. Why? Because I, I came here to attend a meeting called Anti-Communist Patriotic Alliance Meeting, Fang Ai-Guo which my angel is a charter member. So in his heart, I can assure you, he does not like communist system. He does not like it. If you read his uh, press releases carefully, up to now, he never used the word 中国 China to describe mainland China. He said 中国 Chinese Communist, or Zhongguo Daolu, Chinese mainland. Because KMT, my and myself still believes we are the legitimate holder of statehood of whole China. We think ROC, just like 92 consensus, there's only one China, but China is ROC. <laughs> it's not monopolized by, by PRC. People also question, what, where is the uh, lo- biggest threat to Taiwan? My Yingzhou just said three days ago, when he has a meeting with senior military officials. He said the biggest threat to Taiwan's national security is from China, Chinese communists, because of the missiles, because of the unfree system. It's very clear. On one hand, he wants to improve relations with China. On the other hand, we have to be prepared as people who know Chinese will understand one of his uh, defense strategy is so-called hard rock. Hard R-O-C, Republic of China, rock or R-O-C-K, to make Taiwan unswallowable, which uh, means PRC cannot swallow Taiwan easily, and to make Taiwan unbeatable. PRC will think twice or three times before it decided to invade Taiwan. And this is the reason we still need defensive weapons from the U.S. And we are very, very grateful that U.S. continues to honor its obligations under the Taiwan Relations Act. He further elaborated so-called three nodes, no unification, no independence, no use of a force. He said no unification means he will not talk about unification issues in his term of presidency. No independence means he will not pursue a de facto independence of Taiwan. No use of, I mean, de jure independence of Taiwan. Thank you. No use of force means he's against the use of force to solve the cross-strait relations. Whether this strategy will work really depends on the both the goodwill from PRC as well as the national consensus in Taiwan. We heard this afternoon especially so much about polarization in Taiwan. I would like to share you a small story which I told somebody before. I live in the suburb of Maryland near Washington, D.C. There's a small laundry shop. The owners are from Taiwanese. Husband from Kaohsiung County. Wife from Tainan County. Both are very green parts. And I took my laundry there. That time I I was working for the KMT office. I try not to say what I work for. (laughs) Of course, we discuss about presidential election, the uh, uh, owner said, oh, my angel cannot be trusted, he'll sell out Taiwan. And, we, and we tried to do, to, to do a little debate. Then on March 22nd, they all went back to vote. And he, they told me, I, I know who, who are you going to vote. You're going to vote for, for my angel. I said, I don't know, we'll see. But they both went back to vote. When they returned, I remember in early April, I took my laundry there again. They actually, they didn't talk about election. They lost, but they accepted the fact graciously. What they talk about? They talk about Kaohsiung. They talk about the Kaohsiung subway. They talk about the high speed railway from Taipei to Kaohsiung. When I was a little, it took me 10 hours from Kaohsiung to Taipei. Now it's only 90 minutes. They posted, that the Kaohsiung subway is better than Taipei subway, because the Kaohsiung subway system are very, very well decorated, very convenient. So they they just tried avoid those topics. Still, I was a little fearful. I didn't tell them what I did. However, one of the reporters also took the laundry to that shop, (laughs) and he just saw me. He said, oh, Fu Daibiao, deputy representative. After they learn who I work, they become more cordial. To my surprise, oh good, you're returning to government, good, so I still take my laundry there, no problem. (laughs) Polarization or division of opinions usually occurs when there is an election. After the election, things are getting much, much better, much, much better, and uh, my angel really somebody has described as an original thing because he was born in Hong Kong. But he said he's, he was made in Taiwan, delivered in Hong Kong. Because <laughs> when their parents first came to Taiwan they then went to uh, Hong Kong, but really you cannot hold that uh, against him. Talking about the more improvement of the bilateral relations, my angel just said today. Now, the fruits, Taiwan fruits is, are very, very famous. People visit Taiwan during the summertime are amazed by the variety of the food, fruit in Taiwan. Now, because of the indirect transportation, it takes about eight days from Taiwan to mainland China. if. Later on, we have a direct flight; only takes four days. If they ship by air, it's only ten hours. This is one of the benefit of a direct flight. When I work in Washington D.C., which I met like Professor Wang, Professor Zheng Dunren a lot, because there were so many conferences. In Washington, but I would say the quality of the audience is much better here. I can tell you a small, I hope there's not not people from Georgetown University. I attended a seminar at Georgetown University about two weeks ago. One of the questions asked was, U.S. sells arms to Taiwan, PRC protested. How come PRC didn't protest when Russia sell arms to India. (laughs) Some of people just didn't get it. Taiwan is a special case. Like Dr. Yang mentioned is sui generis. Actually, this is the description of international status used by famous international lawyers. Taiwan's case is different. Aspiration for the people of Taiwan to join the international organizations cannot be emphasized more. We really want to be part of the international community. I myself also have a personal stake. As I, as Director general graciously mentioned, I studied law in Washington, D.C. When I began writing my thesis, my advisors advised me to write about the World Bank. That's a good, because at that time, we were still member of World Bank. That was in, that was 1980s. But when I finished my d- dissertation, we were already not member, so I couldn't work in the World Bank. <laughs> so every time I passed the World Bank building, I always sighed, oh, I wish I could have worked there. So this is a very unique, we were not member of UN after 71, but we were member of World Bank IMF, IMF until 1982. So this is the reason there is an opportunity and a precedent for Taiwan to join international organizations. But you have to do it right. This year, like UN, we, our appeal is to become or to meaningfully participate in UN specialized agencies such as WHO. Immediately, the U.S. responded on their website Well, the U.S. welcomes Taiwan's meaningful participation in UN specialized agencies, including WHO. People say, how about WHO next May? We try to tell our brothers across the Taiwan trade. Really, it, it, it will be a very important litmus test to see whether China is sincere in opening up more to Taiwan. I'm more optimistic because at least President Hu Jintao mentioned twice about Taiwan's participation in WHO First, when he met with Lian Zhan back in 2005, then when he met with Wu Bo Xiong, he also mentioned that, but whether they were going to deliver that or to not obstructing Taiwan's efforts, we have to see whether they can do that or not. As I said, What have we done, what, is the, what are the fresh start? Since I rejoined Tekro, we saw a peaceful or a non-uneventful transit of Ma ying People pointed out this afternoon that before transit, legally speaking, is you are in this country physically, but legally you're not here. That's transit. But previously, President Chen Shui Bian was very smart in using transit as a cover for visit. But the US is not so stupid. So, in later years, President Chen Shui Bian could only transit Alaska and other islands, not in the continental USA. So, this September, and this August, when President Ma Ingeo planned his transit, we talked with the U.S. side, we told them this is a pure transit, will be low-key, non-public, just to try to set up a present to show our sincerity, which President Ma did, and was at first criticized by people like in San Francisco and in because there was only a private dinner, not not a 2,000 people banquet. However, President Ma is a man of his words. He said, this is a transit, this is a transit. He didn't want to use the cover of transit to make it a visit. After the transit, you will see, like I said before, the UN, the United States government publicly supports Taiwan's meaningful participation in the UN specialized agencies. Later on, on October 3rd, you see the announcement of arms sales. Of course, it is not enough, but the spirit is that the US continues to abide by its obligations under the TRA, Taiwan Religious Act. I can still remember vividly back in September, I'm sorry, December 15th, 1978. I have been already in Washington. That's the final, the last day of our law school finals. I went to my dorm, my roommate says, well, President Carter is going to make some important announcement. We didn't know what. We waited until nine o'clock, then President Carter announced that the U.S. is going to switch diplomatic ties from ROC to PRC. Of course, we were very, very saddened and uh, didn't know what what to do. TRA, fortunately, was enacted (coughs) April 10, the next year, 1979. And next year will be a very important year for many reasons. First, of course, is the 30 year anniversary of TRA. It is also the termination of a diploma, diplomatic ties between US and ROC. And also you have to remember the 20 year anniversary of uh, Liu Si, June the 4th. Taiwan has become very, very democratic. You can still remember if you go to, if you go to Taiwan, 70s, some of the newspapers you, cannot, you could not read. If uh, the time magazine, if the cover is Mao Zedong, the cover will be gone. <laughs> some of the words, including Mao Zedong, Zhou Enlai, will be blacked out, one, one copy by one copy, very, very laboriously, but it's, it's just gone. I had this opportunity to attend a seminar in Washington, D.C., with uh, uh, scholars from uh, China. Then later on, we met in a bookstore, we were browsing some books. Well, I said, oh, this book is about the Chinese leadership written by a very famous uh, China specialist here. You should, you know, maybe you can buy this uh, and read it. He said, I like to buy, but I cannot bring back to China. Taiwan really has become fully democratic. And um, people are sometimes impatient with my because you sh- They say, well, you should do this faster, faster. But my is a person who is also a lawyer here. American law I think the spirit is process, due process is more important than substance. He'd rather to see the process is right than not not for the end, to do anything to achieve the end. So my angel wants President Chen Shui-bian, if he is indicted, if he is tried, according to law, we cannot resort to to mob, we cannot resort to extra legal Means, So please give uh, President Ma Yingzhiu a little bit time for him to achieve his goals. This afternoon we also talk about the globalization, how Taiwan is so important. I don't want to uh, tire you of those numbers, but Taiwan, in terms of IT products, in, prom- in terms of uh, high-tech, we are really, seven or eight items we occupy the number one in the world. Most importantly, I would always say to my American friends in the government, I would tell them, you always said US and uh, China share interest. North Korea, right, the peaceful relations, UN, they are the uh, one of the P5s, Sure, Taiwan is small, but we share something much more important. We share the same values, which are de- democracy, human rights, freedom, and the rule of law. PRC at the most, we can say a country rule by law, it's not rule of law. So I'm more confident, giving us a little bit more time. The new team, the new government, under myNG, we will try to improve not only the relations between U.S and Taiwan, but also between the relationship, relations between U.S. and between Taiwan and mainland China. I think I've spoken enough. I want to listen to your questions if you have any. Thank you.